Chelsea, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, she's good. Let me see. Me, 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 me. All right. It's always about you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and let's be honest with each other. Before we introduce our guest today, I guess we're officially talking. Yes, it is always about the ma- <laughs> the male lion. You know that, Ruthann. Uh, the, the male lion does nothing. What's the but theory eat. on the male lion? It he's roars the king. and le- eats. He, he's the it's king. It's he it's sits it. back and the women, the women hunt. And then he comes in and eats. We do everything. First. <laughs> we do everything. First. All you are is bigger. We get the tenderloin. But you, we can hunt better. You get the guts. You just got a bigger mouth. All right. So I've got a question for you. We, we have a guest coming on here. And we're going to talk to her in a second. Mm-hmm. But our last pod, you attacked me and we had a big fight. I didn't attack you. You did attack. I did not. But anyway, so like everybody's going to be mad at me for yelling back at you. But are we cool now? Can We've everybody... always been cool. We, we weren't mad then. <laughs> you were pretty ticked off. I was not. Uh I was not. All over a dog. All right. I wasn't ticked off. All right. I just want to make sure that we're cool so everybody out there knows that we are cool. We are cool. We were cool then, even. I'm going to get hate mail, which I really (laughs) care about. All right. So so today we got a guest. You uh, hooked up with a young lady named... Chelsea. Chelsea and Pink. Chelsea and Pink is what her channel says. Mm -hmm. And she is a truck driver Mm -hmm. driving for RTI. Mm -hmm. I think that stands for Riverside or Riverside Transport or something like that. We'll ask her. Riverside Transport. There she is. Uh, Without further ado, Chelsea, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys? We're we're doing pretty good. It's a little, uh, it's it's finally warmer here in Florida. It was cold. It's about 18 degrees here in Kansas City right now. Kansas City. So the company you drive for is Riverside, just so I make sure. Yeah, it's Riverside Transportation out of Kansas City, Kansas. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So, Ruthann, you have some questions for her? You want to let her talk? What do you want to do? I mean, we kind of go, we just do it off the fly here. We don't don't have like a... We don't rehearse. Yeah, we're not a rehearsing kind of pod. Rehearsing makes it sound too funky. Yeah, we're not funky. We're not funky. All right. Um, Well, basically, you came to our attention from one of our fans... Yeah, I think it was Kyle. I do think it was Kyle. And because um, we were talking about ladies and trucking, and he had brought your name up, Chelsea, and said, hey, you really should check out Chelsea. So we did. And then I guess Troy contacted you, and it went from there. But basically, you get the name Pink because that's your tractor. Yes, I decided that I wanted to be a truck driver, and it just so happened that Riverside got me a pink truck, and, you know, we thought of names because I was definitely going to do social media, and I thought, you know, Chelsea and Pink, and that's where that came from. So they got you a pink tractor. Did you work for them previously that they were so kind to get you a pink tractor? Yeah, we want to know why you got special dibs there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got special dibs for a couple of reasons. So the first, I was a recruiter with Riverside for three years before I did their train your team program where I got my CDL. Then with their teams, they actually offer uh, any team starting out, they have to be with them for 30 days, uh, a truck of their choice. So they can pick the color, they can pick different things, um, kind of spec it out to their own choosing. So Either way, as a team with Joan, I would have ended up getting to choose the color. Um, but it just so happened to be pink. That's what I wanted. <laughs> wow. So somebody quits that company 
they've got to now push somebody's special truck on somebody else. Is that how that works? Or do you get to take it with you? Um, well, if you quit, it is a walkaway lease. So what I do is a lease purchase program with RTI. So if you quit, you walk away, but RTI takes the truck unless you, well, there are special circumstances, but in that case, yes, RTI would be left with whatever truck that you decided to walk away from. Now with their specs, they do have certain limitations. They are not going to let you order, you know, long nose peat. It's going to be, um, in some conformance with the rest of the fleet. Uh, so the truck that I got is a, it's a Volvo VNL and the rest of the fleet, they're all blue. So that really the only difference in John and I's truck is that it's pink, just the color. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so poor John has to drive in a pink truck. <laughs> he has definitely gotten used to that. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. So, and you know what? If if you quit, I'm sure they'd find a few ladies that would want to come and drive that truck anyways and probably a couple guys. Well, that's know. one of the reasons here is we're going to promote ladies a little bit more in the trucking industry too. So, mm-hmm. this is that's also awesome. um a nice way to get ladies into the industry a little bit more, you know, um, as far as just getting them out there and showing them the possibilities. Now you became a team member with RTI. How did you go about like what, how did you start doing it? And, and as far as the process that you, you know, the ups and downs of getting your CDL, how did that go? So RTI's trainer team program, it's, I mean, I don't think there's anything else out there like it. Um, Not that I've heard of anyway. So the way that it works is they have a qualified driver. You have to have at least five years of experience. And that driver has to be authorized by safety to come in and train someone on a permit. So I went out. I got my permit. I went in a truck with John. And he ran a dedicated lane. And we decided that the best way to do it And the fastest way for me to get my CDL was just to continue to run his dedicated lane. Um, So definitely in the beginning, the challenges were, you know, adjusting to being in a truck 24-7. You know, I definitely wasn't used to that. I was used to a 9-to-5. So, you know, you don't have all the amenities and, and luxuries that you would do being home every day. As far as getting my CDL... Uh, of course, I, you know, was nervous and worried. Um, I ended up failing my test the first time. I went back and nailed it out of the park the second time around. But, uh, you know, backing uh, a truck up is not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, I think that was my biggest struggle was backing. And then I'm a really nervous person. So when I went to take the test, um, that was pretty difficult. Um, but the awesome thing about what they do is, they don't charge you anything um, for your CDL. So I got my CDL for free, and they also paid me while I was working. Are you locked into a contract, though, as far as staying to work for them for so long? I mean, that's usually how it works with those companies. No. So I, if I wanted to leave uh, today, tomorrow, I could. That's really different. Yes. Yeah? Because mm-hmm. I know like your bigger companies like England and CRST, Warner, all those companies – if you quit before your contract is up, they won't verify your your uh, experience or nothing, and you're kind of sitting there with a CDL and, and no verification. Mm-hmm. Right. That's interesting. And, yeah, and here their, their ultimate goal is retention and creating teams with that program. So, you know, they figure that 
if they have someone who wants to put in the work of training another driver, they come in and experience what it's like to work here. They won't want to leave and they'll, they'll stick here and be a five, 10 year, 20 year team. Mm -hmm. So that's their goal in, in doing it. Wow. Awesome. So how, when did you actually get the CDL? When, when did you test and actually I got, get it? I got my CDL October 4th. I got it 10 4 of this year. Or, I'm sorry. That's 2004. Two, two thousand. What did you say? She got it 10-4. 10-4. She got her seat. 10-4. Right. Well, you know, it's funny that I, it just reminded me of it, a lot of people don't understand. They Some people wouldn't get it because half the uh, drivers out there don't have a CB anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, the uh, area code for the west side or the east side of Florida is 321. Oh, and really? <laughs> people don't realize that's because of the rockets. That's the countdown. Three, two, one. They actually got that area code for that reason. So it <laughs> oh, actually means awesome. that. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Anyways, so you so you've been basically driving on your own now. Did you? Uh, I'm sure you went through a team with John. She's a team with John. Mm -hmm. John, your husband or boyfriend or just friend? John is my boyfriend. Awesome. And so you are three months into it, and he was your trainer, mm -hmm. and so you officially were made non-student what about eight weeks ago or something like that yeah just about it's... oh cool congrats mm -hmm. i mean welcome to the industry we we're uh pro trucker here all the way ruth ann uh i taught her how to drive many many back, years backing was my problem too i couldn't back up with a crap yeah she couldn't <laughs> back the i would go i would go like what 20 feet maybe i would go like maybe the length of the tractor and all of a sudden start jacking i just could never get the state of my trailer couldn't stay straight with it with no matter what i did yeah, so just couldn't do it. So I always did the backing. Mm -hmm. So, so tell us more. I, I got to tell you, one of the things that we really push drivers is to try to get your CDL around this time of the year because you learn with someone in the truck in the bad weather. There's many drivers that are going to get their CDL in about three, four months from now. It's going to be nice, dry, sunny roads. And then by the time they run in snow and ice, they're going to be pretty scared because there's going to be nobody there to really guide and help them. How have you been doing, Chelsea, with that? Pretty good. Um, of course, at first I was so nervous. I think my jaw dropped the first time it actually started snowing mm -hmm. when I was driving um, the truck. Um, but, you know, I've gotten used to it. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely say that's a, a great point. It's better to start now. That way you have one winter season under your belt. And when the next one rolls around, you know, you don't have to worry about not having that experience and, and confidence. Right. So did I read that you were a recruiter also? Yes, I was a recruiter with RTI for three years. Okay. Did she already say that at the mm -hmm. beginning with that? Yeah, she did. Well, I was I was worried about adjusting everything. Give mm -hmm. me a break. All right. I, I would break your finger. Yeah. That's, that's the, the break I'll That's give you. the break you'll give me. Mm -hmm. I'm just a nice girl. Yeah, I know. All right. So so recruiting, how did you do in recruiting? Were you a good recruiter? I was. Uh, I ended up being top recruiter, um, I think, my second year in. And then I was promoted to recruiting manager. So when I left my job um, to go drive and get my permit, I left a, a management position within the company. I hear you. So you're out there on the road now, and, and you do have someone with you, though. But isn't it, honestly, the freedom from that office? It does feel good, doesn't it? you got to admit that. It, it feels amazing, yes. Yeah, I know. It, and you don't have to wear heels, and you, don't, you can wear whatever you really want. Yes, it's, it's that, that freedom. And I, I think a lot of people 
are a lot of drivers talk about it. They mention, you know, going out on the road and then going back into an office. They say, you know, I, I couldn't do it. Once you experience that that freedom, it's it's really difficult to to move away from that. Um, which kind of brings me to my next point. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the last Facebook video that I posted or the last uh, actual post that I posted was kind of an update to all of my followers. Um, So about a month ago, I was actually driving in Pennsylvania, uh, Washington, Pennsylvania, and John had me pull the truck over. He said, you know, you got to stop the truck. So I did, and he ended up saying, you know, we need to go to the hospital. So I took him to the hospital, and John actually had a heart attack that night, and he ended up having six bypasses done in Washington, Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So how recent was that? That was December 11th, I do believe, was when his actual surgery was. Is he back in the truck already, or is he not? He's not, no. So he actually has another surgery scheduled um, for here in about a week or so, hopefully, if everything goes well. Wow. Um, so since John has actually been through all of this, um, I've actually had some some time off. Um, but, you know, I was stuck out in, in Pennsylvania uh, for, I think I was there for about three weeks. And, you know, during that whole time, RTI, the company I worked for, they they paid for my rental car, they paid for my hotel, they they flew my mom out here, or out to Pennsylvania for me, so I wasn't alone during the the surgery. Um, but once we got back to Kansas City, uh, you know, at that point I had to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do. Did I want to go back out over the road, you know, without John when he's going through this right now? You know, could I leave him uh, without worry? Because, of course, right now he's he's still recovering. Um, him getting into a truck today is just not an option. Mm-hmm. It will be. He'll, he'll get, um, you know, a new physical eventually. So we had some tough decisions to make. Um, and like I said, I had a lot of time to think about it. And it's, it's really hard to say, but I think that I'm actually going to end up staying off the road. Um, and I've actually been thinking about starting my own tax business for drivers because I, I love the industry. I don't want to leave it. Um, I do have an MBA, so I want to put that to work. Um, but right now with John's health problems, it's, I think the best decision for him is to do local work because being out on the, the road is, is a hard lifestyle, as you guys know. So at that point in time, right now, I'm in the Riverside Transport office here in Kansas City, and I have that feeling of wanting that freedom of being out on the road. Um, so that's kind of my update for what's been going on the past month. So uh, let's stay with done. that. I want to stay with that one for a second, Ruthann. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, the, and I've talked to drivers before that had heart attacks on the road. So let's help our brothers and sisters out there. What what was he, if you don't mind me asking, when he said, hey, I've got to go to the hospital, what was he feeling? I mean, was there, was he, I, I've talked to one truck driver, he said, I just couldn't stop sweating. I pulled over, I just kept sweating and I was like out of air a little bit. I pulled over and 
uh, a guy stopped to ask me if I was okay, and he literally called the, an ambulance for me, and the, I was having a heart attack, and I didn't even know it. What was going on with him? Tell us. So John had been diagnosed with AFib about seven years ago. Um, that's where the top portion of your heart beats a little faster than the bottom portion of your heart. And so he he was in the bunk sleeping. I was driving, and he felt that sensation of AFib. And typically he would be able to do breathing exercises to get that to go away. Well, he couldn't get it to go away. And I could tell just by looking at him, you know, he kind of, he lost his color in his face and I I could just tell something was wrong. I, you know, I asked, do we need to go to the hospital? You know? Um, and of course I'm in the truck, uh, and I ended up parking right in front of the hospital. Um, this is in Washington, Pennsylvania. So not truck friendly roads, but yeah, he, he could tell, um, by that, that AFib. And I don't think I mentioned this before, um, but he actually had a second heart attack about two weeks ago. And during that time, what he felt was AFib, but he also, that, that sensation of the, the irregular heartbeat, but he also experienced severe heartburn. Um, and I've heard that before, you know, that heartburn can kind of feel like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a mild heart attack though. So I think for for every person, you know, the the symptoms and signs can can be different. Um, but I know that you know, shortness of breath, um, sweating, pain in one arm or the other—that's definitely something that you don't want to mess around with. Because when it comes to a heart attack, you need to be in an ER within an hour. Mm. If they, if you know, if the doctors want to save you and you don't want to suffer any kind of loss. Um, you have to get there as soon as possible. Wow. Now I know to get back into the truck, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's either once a year or once every other year, he'll have to do a stress test for like life. And he'll also have to, I guess, get a big doctor's excuse, hundred percent, no restrictions, the whole nine yards just to get back in, get yeah, a waiver. It's a, a difficult process. Um, you know, DOT does make it hard to get back into a truck after conditions like that. Um, so he'll have to go and get a stress test. He'll have to have a, a doctor's note and, of course, pass a new physical uh, when he comes back to work. But the good news is he's alive, which is really awesome. Yes. I don't know, you know, what would have happened if I would have never gotten my CDL and not been in the truck with him that night. Yeah, what a blessing! I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so so you're out of the truck right now. You, it's kind of a a roadblock in your way. Now you know there's companies out there that'll hire you for part time work. I just don't know with three months experience though if if you really get many good offers. You know, I'm sure you understand that. Well, and I know that you know Riverside would stand by me. Um, I, at this point in time, you know, they'd have to, to fire me to, to ever get me to leave. Um, like I said, I'm thinking about starting my own tax business, but I'll end up, you know, partnering up with them and, and saying, hey, you know, I want to offer your drivers a service and, and so on. Um, but I'm sure that if I wanted to, I could say to them, hey, I want to go out and be a solo driver. You know, the problem with that, though, is I'm sure that John would end up wanting to do that as well. Um, I would be away from him during this time of, of his recovery and, you know, future surgeries. And I, I guess a lot of why I enjoyed 
truck driving was also our adventures together. So it's just really difficult for me to see myself going back into a truck driving over the road without him being a part of that. I'm not saying that that's, you know, uh, for everyone and, and maybe, you know, in the future, that's definitely something that I'm going to consider. Cause like I said, I, every day I miss it. I miss that, that feeling of, of freedom. Um, and I want, I want other people to, to know that this is a, a career option um, and it's a viable one. You know, truck drivers, they do make um, decent money. Of course, their wages haven't gone up in, in years. That's a whole nother conversation, but they do make decent money. So, Yeah, they do. But, you know, you, you at least made the awareness of, you know, things that happen in the truck with the heart attacks and, and with making those decisions. But what you're doing is you made a really good point. When I was on the road with Troy, that was one of the things that we did enjoy together was our our experiences and our adventures that we had together. You know, right. if it wasn't for the fact of our children, we probably would have stayed out on the road together. But we have children, so I had to come off to be mommy why daddy earned and then daddy came right. off, so Right. I mean, it's it's really tough to make those decisions, and who knows what the future holds. You know, um, I've seen drivers here at RTI, they've come in off the road to, to be a dispatcher. Six months later, they ended up back in a truck. It's just, it calls to you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like I said, the plan right now is um, I'm definitely interested in, you know, the tax business side. I, I definitely see a need for it. Um, as, as far as education, you know, the goal that I have is to help drivers maximize their profits. So well, that's always good. Drivers can always use an honest, good tax, you know, accountant in that manner. Um, yeah. Wow. What a, what a pod Ruth Ann. this is, that's the one thing about our pod without a format, it goes where it goes. <laughs> we were in the medical field this week. Um, by the way, tell RTI you're welcome because they got a lot of plugs on this show. What do you think? Huh? Yeah, I, will, I will tell them. Let, let them know. And, you know, by all means, if you guys can use the pod also and put it on RTI's website if you want to. I mean, if it helps you guys, you know. Oh, that'd be amazing. Attract yeah, drivers. Let them know. I, I couldn't tell you guys how excited I was when you reached out. And I was like, what? No way, you know. So it's And it, as far as my Facebook page, you know, I'm going to continue that if, you know, any of my um, followers end up listening to that. Like I said, I'm not leaving trucking. And I think that, you know, there's, there's so many things that, you know, you can discuss. You guys know that, you know, doing your pods. So, um, I'm going to keep them with me. Hopefully they'll, they'll want to come along for my next journey, my next move. So Chelsea, I'm going to be, I'm literally sitting here thinking of a title for this show. You know, we, we thought it would be a little different, you know, uh, but guess what? I'm going to probably tile this you know, something to the effect of with Chelsea's name in it and maybe uh, recognizing a, a health problem on the road or something like that. It's, a, it's an interesting topic, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's drivers, they don't have access to um, the healthiest options. And, you know, as a team, that was one of the aspects that, that we looked at. It was I would drive for 8.75 hours. John would drive for 8.75 hours. So there's it's just a constant, the wheels are turning. If we stopped, it was, you know, to fuel, um, to shower when we could. So even finding the time to just cook a meal in the truck as a team, 
I would find to be difficult. I know that there are teams out there who do that. Um, John and I just, we ran a lot of miles and just, it just didn't seem like a, you know, a feasible option, but yes, it's, you know, heart, heart disease is the number one killer in America. Um, and it, it can really sneak up on you because John had no idea that these conditions were even present. Um, it just came out of nowhere. So well, we'd love to get John on the show as a follow-up to this. If, if he'd ever want to do it, let him know he's invited oh, yeah. to join. In fact, I, I just a message. we could, we could have them both on, on each of their phones. Or if you're ever in Florida, we can just bring you in the studio. That's usually the best. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah I just let him know. Just save my number and, um, or shoot a message to us and, you know, say, Hey, he's doing this. This is his update. Let's do the, let's do the pod now. Um, okay. Awesome. Chelsea, before we end the pod, uh, do you have any advice for young ladies coming into the industry, or even young guys? You know, you, you've 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 been through so much in honestly a few months. It's uh, it's an amazing journey that you and your uh, other half has have have traveled together. Do you have any advice for new a newbie? I would say a lot of that advice or a lot of this advice that I'm going to give comes from, for one, being a recruiter and then going into that driver's seat. And I would say don't sell yourself short. You know, starting out, you may have to to put in the time, put in the work at a company and, and do that and stick with that company. You know, don't, if you can, try to stay with, with one employer for as long as you can. Um, but at the end of the day, the reason why you're out on the road, your your number one goal is is to make money. And if you're not making any money, then then what are you doing? So find a company that's going to support you, you know, financially, um, and and a company that's going to be there for you regardless of uh, what life throws at you. That's that's really good advice. That's really good advice. It's true. You know, the, the better they stay with whatever they're doing. Um, which company that's the safest bet for for them to put that longevity at least when they first start out because it it shows better worth ethic work ethics when they decide that they're wanting to do anything different and definitely right. better offers mm-hmm. come right the, the better your work history the better offers you'll get exactly you know when you're ready to do local or mm-hmm. something but you know, yeah. some of them learn some of them don't it's like you know when I was young I didn't learn I had to have life kick my butt but. <laughs> and, and you know what? You never know, Chelsea. Once John heals good and things are going great again, maybe his his health is doing maybe better than it was before this happened. As far as you know, just him making a change in his lifestyle, you might decide to go back into teaming again instead of staying just local. You never know. That's something that you could always say that could be an option down the road, depending. Well, yes, and I, I definitely agree with you that that could end up being a, a possibility. Um, like I said, the road calls to you, and it's hard to ignore that call. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, so you don't want to put that completely out. You know, that could always be something that will happen, but you have a game plan until then, so that's what's good. Spoken like a true driver. The road calls for you. I like that. I mean, truly, mm-hmm. we always most of us just say if it's in your blood because there's a lot of people that do not want to be out there, and then there's people that just – you know, it's on your mind all the time being out there. I've been out mm-hmm. of the truck for quite a while now, and I think about out there on the road, you know. It's just something that I grew up with. So, anyways, yeah. enough about me. 
understand. <laughs> I was just going to say he finally stopped shifting gears when he was, you know, usually when you're at a stop, you know, a red light, if you're in your personal car and you go to pull out your mind and you, or you're, you're just kind of making noises like you're shifting still going mm-hmm. through the gears. He just only recently stopped doing that all the time. <laughs> grabbing, grabbing. I, I was uh, going down a hill. Um, I, I drive a Challenger and I was going down a hill. So it has a nice sound to it, you know. And of course, I, I like running with my engine brakes on, um, you know, weather permitted. Uh, and so I'm so used to that. And so I just took my foot off the gas and I'm just kind of waiting for, you know, the car to slow down. I'm like, uh, wait a minute, I'm not in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the Jake sound too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 okay. Yep. Anyways, well, let's let's wrap this up. I mean, it's been an, an interesting conversation. Chelsea, you're invited back if you ever want to come back on. And yeah. it'd be really cool if you and John could come on together um, and we can just connect you both from separate lines and uh, just hang out with John if he's willing to in the future. You know, be awesome. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I'm sure he would love that. And again, make sure you tell RTI we said you're welcome. Enjoy the pod, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, Chelsea's, Chelsea's Facebook page, her name's spelled slightly different. It's C-H-E-L-S-E-E in pink. So Yeah, Chelsea in pink. And that's YouTube and Facebook, correct, Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah. Check, check Chelsea out. Like and subscribe her page. Tell, them that, tell her that TalkCDL sent you. Let her know. Anyways, Ruth Ann, do you have anything else? No, it's been great talking with you, Chelsea. It was awesome talking to you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Chelsea. Peace. Have a good one. You got to say peace. You got to say peace. 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 Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. 